Hello, and welcome to Basel Tov, the courage and creativity of ADHD. I'm Jen. I'm Ellen. And I'm Annette. And we have an exciting sort of turn of events here in that we're going to institute a series of chats, this being the first one on self-talk. That's the talking that you do inside your brain that can have a great impact on your day and on your mental health as a whole. So examples of self-talk would be like, hey, I accomplished this goal. I'm really good at this one thing. And you talk yourself up. Or if you're kind of afraid to do something like, I don't know if I should go over there and talk to that person, even though they seem like they're pretty neat. I don't know. Maybe I'm too socially awkward. That's when you're talking yourself down and talking yourself out of something. So the language that we use with ourselves is immensely important because it can have huge impacts on our mental health and even how capable we view ourselves to be. So we're going to start off this series of chats on self-talk with the word should. (laughs) (laughs) The S word. The big S word, should. Are you shooting on yourselves, listeners? Ooh. Do you shoot on yourself every day? <laughs> <laughs> I know nobody wants to wake up and should all over themselves, but we do it oh. constantly. Piles of should. Piles of hot, <laughs> steaming <Yeah>. should. <laughs> yes. So. Yeah. I'm excited that we're going to be talking about self-talk because that's something that I've really tried to think about the last couple of years, especially as I've tried to kind of work on myself and like, yeah, I've realized how important that is that your inner voice is kind of a cheerleader and not a critic throughout your day, you know? Yeah. That's a (laughs) good way to frame it. Yeah. 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 So, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to be toxically positive and not acknowledge when things aren't working out (laughs) but it's it's good I think to I I try anyway to remain optimistic and look on the bright side throughout the day when little things go wrong I just try to let it I let it flow through me you know and just Mm -hmm. uh feel my feelings and then go on and let it go and so yeah do the same with self-talk yeah Yeah. you can I feel like once you start the negative self-talk it just spirals you know, it can. Yeah. Yeah. And, and this is something I think I should point out at this point that negative self-talk is not something that people willfully do to themselves. Most of the time, this is something that might be a learned trait. So if you have like super negative family members growing up, you might learn to speak negatively toward yourself because you heard your own family members speaking negatively toward themselves, or maybe even to you. So um, this is something that could have been trained early on in life, or this is something that, you know, maybe you hit a hard spot and because of that hard spot, you lost some confidence. And because of that lost confidence, Mm -hmm. you started talking to yourself in a way that you normally wouldn't have spoken to yourself and then it becomes a habit. So there are lots of ways that this could play out. Some having to do with, you know, more sinister abuse and some of it having to do with just life catching people unawares so i've seen that meme before that's like 
you know, watch how you talk to your children because that will become their inner voice someday, you know, the way that their parents speak to them. And so, I, yeah. I, I, I mean, I think that's partially true anyway, you know. Yeah, it's yeah. partially true, but a lot of, uh, so, uh, there's also an aspect of uh, negative self-talk that is a coping mechanism for mm-hmm. a lot of different things. Um, you'll, you'll tend to experience more, uh negative self-talk when you're going through bouts of depression Mm -hmm. Um, when you have uh an overload of stress in your life uh those are way uh, those are ways that the negative self-talk comes out and then um but if you continue in the negative self-talk then it actually it just all it does is lead you more into depression and that's why talk therapy is a thing because uh teaching yourself how to you know, positively or even neutrally talk to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Is very just important. neutral is better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nothing wrong with neutral. I mean, at that point, you're just kind of observing and that can give you a pretty nice break from everyone else's judgments. <laughs> I mean, including your own. So it, neutral is good, positive also good toxically positive we're going in the wrong direction (laughs) super we're also going in the wrong direction (laughs) so when it comes to the word should like when do we use this word that you think we should not be using this word pretty much okay so this is actually yeah this is actually (laughs) this is actually uh by definition the word should is inherently negative Mm. if you think about it should means you are you're supposed to be doing something but you're not doing it Mm, so in any way that you use the word should Mm -hmm. it's always a lacking there's something that is lacking and to make up for that lack this is what you should do so it's inherently negative and it the word results a lot in feelings of anxiety or inadequacy, frustration, self-rejection. And those are things that therapists really look at because like, uh, you know, saying before the shitting on yourself, you know, yeah. Uh, and don't you feel like in this modern world, there are so many ways that we are asked to do should things. Yeah. You know, we should okay. be doing this. We should be joining this new social media page. We should be, you know, it's like, God, how do we have time for all the shoulds? You know? Well, look so. at uh, the TikTok basically makes a whole platform out of, you know. <laughs> yeah. Look at, look at my life. This is what you should be doing. If you're not doing this, then you're not mm-hmm. fabulous. You know, social so. media in general does that. Oh, and it's yeah, all the shoulds. Of, it's pretty mm-hmm. insidious when you think about the level of competition that exists over social media, but it's not explicit competition, it's implicit competition. Right. So, it's subtle. It's, it's subtle. devious. Nobody told you you were supposed to compete, but yet you mm-hmm. feel obligated to do so. Um, so just so that people know what the actual dictionary definition of the word should is. Should is a verb and it is used to indicate obligation, duty, or correctness, typically when criticizing someone's actions. You should have been careful. Mm -hmm. And number two on that is, excuse me, number two on that 
is that should also is used to indicate what is probable. So for instance, hmm. the, the uh, statement 384 or 348 million should be enough to buy him out. So mm. these are examples that I just got from Googling should, and then the little dictionary thing pops down. And that's where I found this definition in case anybody else wants to just Google it. You can Google should definition and it will pop right up. Yeah. But it, I mean, it, as, as somebody who studied, did study psychology, um, <laughs> As an alternative to should, I would say for the second example, uh, mm -hmm. I would use possible instead of yeah. should. Mm, yeah. yeah. Or probable, possible, mm -hmm. probable. You know, yeah. probably if you spent $348 million, you could buy this dude out of his own business. <laughs> or could. You could say could, could instead of should in that instance. Yeah. That, yeah. Could, that could work. That could buy him out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, even could. when you're talking to your children about like, you mm. should study right yeah mm -hmm. yeah if you just take that one statement you should study math you know mm -hmm. in and of itself when as a parent we we, we think of that and we're like yeah you, you, should. Yeah, you should yeah yeah <laughs> yeah you know yeah but i mean you know, yeah <laughs> if, if, if you frame yeah if you frame it in a totally different way like if you say if you study math you'll be able to get a, get a better score on your test Mm -hmm. yeah because yeah. should can yeah. be dangerous i mean i'm sure there are parents who have very just mindlessly said to their little girls oh you should wear more dresses you look so cute in dresses but maybe that little girl doesn't want to wear dresses but when they hear that should word they're like i should be like that's what i'm supposed to be Is doing that's the normal? correct thing yeah. yeah 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 should puts it in your head like a moral compass you know like yes. this is what i should be doing and if yes. i don't want to do that then what's wrong with me because my authority figure just told me i should be so yeah we got to be right. careful what we use that well, word what's mm -hmm. really interesting is you actually just brought up a entirely different uh aspect that comes into play when you use the word should with your children and that is weaponizing the word should and you can yeah. weaponize you can weaponize the word should without even saying the word should like mm -hmm. for example it would make me happy if you mm. or mm. it would be nice if you that's basically the same thing because you're putting the onus on the child's reaction making something change in me mm. creating a guilt mm -hmm. reaction because and should control. also, yes, and should also can mm -hmm. create a, a, a shame reaction, a guilt reaction. Yes. Yeah, because the implication is, you know, it, it would be nice if you did this thing, but if you don't want to do this thing or if you can't do this thing, does that mean that you're not a nice person? Exactly. Right. Yeah. That, yeah. That's the implication behind it. So we do have to be extremely careful how we speak to ourselves and of course, how we speak to our children too. Yeah. Um, so if you're a parent of ADHD children and you're here, I mean, we've said in episodes before that by the time a child reaches, I think age 12, they hear 20,000 additional negative messages on top of all the negative messages that a neurotypical child would hear over the course of those 12 years. Wow. So I believe it. That's, yeah, 20,000 more. Imagine what that does to the self-esteem. And then when we start throwing around words like should, 
it yeah. even increases. You should be getting better grades. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. It increases you should be the working anxiety. Harder. The depression. Yeah. It doesn't help. It doesn't help at no. all. No. It just and I have increases to be... shame and anxiety and depression yes. and bad and things. If you are one of the parents like me who who was the double lottery winner and gets an ADHD and ODD child. You are going to have to be even more careful about what you say to that child because of the violence of the internal reaction involved. They probably don't take yeah. that well. Yeah, when they oh, hear no. should. No, mm-hmm. if I told if I told my child who has ODD and ADHD, "Hey, you should really do this thing." Not only will they be like, no, do it. Right. Yeah. Right. No, I'm definitely back. not. Yeah. Yeah. They'll tell you where to stuff your should, right, right where yeah. it counts. And yeah. and yeah. um and then they're going to hold a grudge on it. And yeah. they're not yeah. gonna let you forget it for a good week. And and yeah. they're going to be less cooperative on that same topic the next time you want them to do it. So oh, yeah. because they, you've it. already set it up and they're already wary and they're already looking for it next time because yeah. they're very quick like that. So <laughs> you mm-hmm. um so you've got to understand that there are better ways to phrase the things that we want to say. And a lot of people do not mean to do this. This is not a calculated thing. I'm not saying that parents out there. Right. I think a lot should. of it is subconscious. We don't mean it to is. do it. Yeah, it is because we, we had it. we had, you know, careless language in earlier decades or maybe language that stuck around mm-hmm. that used to be in something slightly different. But now it means something entirely different. And we're still using the same words and trying to make them fit. But, you know, doesn't fit anymore. Um, we have to evolve with our with the times and the language and our understanding of people's minds. So, yes, yeah. we this is one of those where we're going to have to dig deep and imagine other ways to speak. So if you want some your child to study harder, instead of telling them, hey, you should be studying right now because you've got a minute. Just scrap that and say, hey, <laughs> hey, I remember you saying you wanted to get better grades on your test. You've got 15 minutes. Why don't you go ahead and study? You know, yeah. it's like an opportunity. Operate like a suggestion, kind of. Well, like. that's a that's a kind way to do it. What I tell my kids is, I say <laughs> you, I say you need to. Yeah, I don't yeah. say you should. You mm-hmm. need to. This mm-hmm. is not yeah. a, this is not something that's in question. You need to do this. Yeah. So because uh, I, I actually, yeah, I use that too sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you need to clean this trash out of your room. Yes. you know, it's mm-hmm. not acceptable. Not yes. you should. But y- yeah. you need, yeah. It's like yeah. the where it really counts, yeah. <laughs> exactly. It sounds, it sounds like the same thing, but it's not because when you're telling somebody you should, yeah. it is absolutely a moral judgment, and it's telling them, yes, if you're not doing it, you're not good. And um, it when you say you need to do it, the word need means that it is essential. It is essential yeah. to clean the garbage out of your bedroom because if you don't, mm-hmm. and will start showing up it's yep. essential that you wear clean clothes so that you don't get rashes on your skin so you need to wear, wear clean clothes mm-hmm. you clean up after your garbage you need to study for your test if you don't want to fail it those are very legitimate needs but just be careful that you're not stretching the word need 
until a yeah, yeah. break because kids totally. are smarter than we often give them credit for and they'll pick up on the fact that you are using the yes. word need to manipulate them to do something that you personally want them to do but is not essential for them and i think we we also need to be careful when we speak to adults about this too you know like we we can totally talk that way to other adults without even realizing it you know our partners or our friends or whatever and yeah shoulds just come off as like aggressive and controlling but yeah it's all about how you frame that language and so it totally makes sense that the way you talk to yourself is also going to have an impact because if you say something negative to a friend hey you need to do this nobody wants to hear that but you talk to yourself like that and ouch I don't want to hear from myself being like hey you didn't do the laundry yet why haven't you done that you know like <laughs> yeah <laughs> nobody needs that that's Fuck like off, the micromanager yeah. nobody wanted <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah. I try to give myself grace you know when I notice things that I'm not doing that I should be doing <laughs> should you oh, know? Oh, oh shit ding, ding, you know? ding, ding, yeah. ding. <laughs> it's like but it's like how I don't know how do you define what a need is and what a should is you know because a lot of shoulds are probably needs also but some shoulds are just optional opinions that we have you know like some people think you should make your bed every morning after you get out of bed and that's how you should should start your day you know mm -hmm. and other people like me don't give a shit how their bed looks when they get out in the morning <laughs> well i think that when you're when you're using should in that kind of situation it's carrying a different emotional weight with it mm. yeah because you know if you're like i need to, i need to make my bed every day Mm -hmm. then that's like then that's kind of a oh okay i need to do that oh, and that's talking to myself but maybe to like, that I person should. it is a need like maybe yeah. to them it is you know yeah but you can't tell other people you should do this thing the same way i do because i just because i do it that means it's the right way you know everyone needs yeah. different things so yeah and yeah. for some people making the bed is part of their mental health it, yeah. having a clean room like they can't mm -hmm. relax unless things are in a certain place you know so everybody has their own different things that they need i personally i don't i like it when my bed is made it's not a need it would be a lot more important to me if i slept alone but mm. i have other people sleeping in my bed with me so and i <laughs> you know I can't make the bed in the morning because my husband is usually still asleep when I wake up with the girls and I make, uh, you know, make them breakfast and them to school. Mm -hmm. So, and my husband's need is absolutely not to make his bed. He, that is not important to him in any way, shape or form. And so, you know, saying that, you know, you should make the bed that, ca that carries that weighted judgment. Whereas if I said, hey, babe, it really bothered me if the bed's not made. Would you mind making the bed in the morning? He'd probably react really well to that. But again, it's not necessarily a need that I have. Yeah. Or, or right. if it was your need, maybe he'd say, you can make my bed if it makes you feel better. <laughs> right. And then you'll feel good having two made beds. But, so, yeah. I've got a, I think I've it's got a, a decent signaling. way on how mm. to um, frame whether or not something is a need or a should. <laughs> Ooh. So I've been kind of thinking about it and chewing chewing on it as you, as you intelligent women have been, you know, speaking your piece about it. So I I actually had 
a social worker back when I was extremely depressed and I needed a lot of help. And she was the one who talked to me about not shooting on myself. And she encouraged me to completely ditch that word from my personal vocabulary. And, and I started to actually take the steps to do that. And the word need definitely came up. So a need, when I was deciding when I like, what word would I replace with should, but not everything's a need, obviously. Like when, when would I use that word? I questioned myself. Such a good question. Does this thing break something in my life? So (laughs) if you, if making the bed would break your, would break your sanity, don't freaking make the bed. If, if not having your bed made breaks your sanity, then go make your bed. Like it's, then you need it. Like if it breaks something in your day, then if you're like, I need, I need coffee. Like I need coffee in the morning like that. Yeah. You know, some people people do legit need. need. Yeah. To have. Yeah. Or some, or like my, my husband constantly says, I need about an hour every morning to fully wake up. He's not mm. joking. He needs yeah. that hour of quiet time <laughs> to himself. That's it's good. He need- knows himself. Yeah, exactly. And some people and can just so, hop out of bed and go. <laughs> that used to be me. <laughs> I'm not as much like that anymore, but I used We're to tired be. now. We're middle-aged. <laughs> So decide, does that, can Zombie. that load of laundry, yes. can that load of laundry wait? Um, I don't know. Is Always. it going to break tomorrow? If it does, mm. like, will you run out of underwear tomorrow? Will, will your kids have no pants tomorrow? I don't know. I mean, that's. If yes, work. then do laundry. <laughs> if yeah. no, then wait another day. <laughs> if you're sitting there saying I should lose weight. Mm. N- is your doctor telling you that you're going We've to have a that. health risk if you don't? Mm-hmm. Then you need yeah. to lose weight. Otherwise, yeah. it would be nice if you lost weight. Oh God, right. I remember. I remember the first time I thought I was fat. You know, I probably weighed like 50 pounds less than I do now. <laughs> and it's yeah. like, it's just so silly to me, you know, but yeah, I, I know, should right? lose weight. How many times have people said that to themselves? Jesus. Like, yeah. I've said that that's to a myself heavy should. countless times, countless. Yeah. That's um, probably, that's it's like probably the worst the thing common. you can do to yourself. Yes. It's so, yeah. it's, it's not a good thought to have because you're just sitting there in that depressing thought. Like. I should yeah. lose weight. I wish I looked different. It won't happen overnight. It's going to take a lot of work. You know, it's right. like, oh, you, you can get... just go into a depressing spiral when you start with a should like that. Right. So you oh get my to God. the bottom there's of this, it. Uh-huh. Yeah, there's this, there's this uh, fitness influencer on, uh, I found him on, on Facebook, but like he basically just says, you know, calorie counting is the only way to lose weight if you're like eating whatever and you're working off and then that's bullshit and he's like what you eat doesn't matter it's the calories in and the calories out and that's the science and i'm like he's very very just like blunt and honest and he's like welsh or scottish or irish or something i don't know but like i'm like i love this dude and he's like why are you trying to shred yourself you're just gonna be miserable that last five pounds, if you have a, let's normalize having just a little mm. bit in the midsection because that's not fat. That's yeah, not, not that's sexy. Skin. That's normal. 
Mm-hmm. And why are you? Why do you want to torture yourself to look like an Instagram model? You're just gonna be angry, miserable, and hungry. <laughs> like, and I'm like, I love that. Thank you. <laughs> that is great perspective. I mean, yes. Keep so it when you're deciding on what whether something is a want or a need, not mm-hmm. a should. So never a should. Yeah. It's either a want or a need. I want to lose ten pounds because that's just where I'm happy. Or yeah, I need to lose. 20 pounds because my doctor told me that I was at risk for diabetes. So like, you know, that those are two completely separate statements for two completely different situations and two completely different people. So like, you know, what to do you people, you do you and figure out what what you need. Who is the judge and jury saying that you should do anything? Yeah, literally yourself, yourself (laughs) is the judge and jury and that is it. So you can tell yourself to shut up and be happier if you want to. (laughs) I mean, obviously not like that because (laughs) self-talk is important, people. So literally tell yourself to shut up because that's rude. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's just me being obnoxious. Talk talk to yourself like you were your best friend. I disagree. Mm. I disagree. Sometimes telling yourself to shut up, I think it's very, 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 very uh, healthy. When you are right. compulsive Maybe talking. When you are compulsive situation. talking or you're you're talking yourself down and beating yourself mm. up and mm-hmm. you sit there and go, nope, shut up. Yeah. Sometimes uh, you need you to know. pull that emergency switch and give yourself a shut up. Sometimes you need to spank yourself. Yeah. <laughs> That's hot. In the best way possible. <laughs> mm. <laughs> but just yes. make it a comfortable spanking, like maybe a light swat, get a little jiggle going. Yeah. Do yeah. not Other beat yourself up. Other people might look at you weird, but you know, don't <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about anyone else's opinion. <laughs> yeah, but telling yourself. yourself to sh- if you're being obnoxious in your head, telling yourself to shut up, I think is in, is actually quite helpful. No, that's good. That's, that's good. good. Yeah, point. yeah. There have been, I know, yeah, there are definitely times where I have thought to myself, like, just stop talking. Yeah, just shut up, basically. Yeah, like, stop, stop. (laughs) You're going down a rabbit hole to hell. Stop Yeah, yeah, the mouth (laughs) diarrhea is flowing. Oh, man. I just, like, I'm Uh, having flashbacks right now. How many times I should have told myself to shut up. (laughs) Dude. How many so, times I should have told myself uh, to shut mm-hmm. up. Dang oh. it. Ding, 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 ding. Is it Violation. a need or a want? Yeah. No, this is good. Yeah. And I think it's I think it's good to like think about what your needs are too in your life, you know? And like because there's so much talk about self-care and it is so important obviously i think it can also get out of hand too and sometimes people will use things at like going into debt on a vacation because hashtag self-care but it, mm, it's like at yeah. the very least for free it doesn't cost any money to have positive self-talk and stop shooting on yourself you know that's some yeah. great self-care <laughs> yes. yeah and uh i know we before we started recording the podcast i brought up the uh fact that you know that's the whole idea between uh, behind neuro-linguistic programming is yeah explain more about that okay so neuro-linguistic programming is a therapy technique that you you you're using words you're changing the way you speak to affect your mental state so it's like building new pathways in your brain basically yeah and so a lot of uh a lot of the uh 
self-talk or the uh, self-affirmations, which Snoop Dogg's affirmation song for kids is fucking oh, brilliant. I'll have to look that up. That sounds awesome. Oh, oh man, I gotta God, look that up. Fucking Dude, brilliant. You know what? And I really love Snoop. So powerful about that. <laughs> there's something so yeah. powerful about speaking something into existence like well, that. You know? And it's like, it's this song and you can sing it with your kids and it's like, there's no one better to be than myself. And today's going to be an amazing day. And it's like, my feelings matter. And Aww. it's all these, yeah, this is so cool. great. Everybody who has kids, if you don't have kids, it's still Snoop Dogg. If you do this in the morning, you'll have a better day. It is, yeah. It's so important to have those self affirmations because even yeah. if you don't feel it, if you speak it into existence, your brain starts to form how you're framing your entire existence, and you start to believe it. And that is the idea between yeah. uh, behind neuro linguistic programming. If you believe then you are more likely to become that. If you believe you're going yeah. to be a famous actor or something, if you're going into acting, if you believe it, you are way more likely to actually do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people talk about manifesting your reality, yeah. you know, thoughts becoming things. And, you know, yeah. we don't need to get too far into the weeds on that. But I think there's definitely something to be said about the power of just speaking something out, putting something out there into words. Yeah, well, yeah. It yeah. moves you. It moves yes. you into action. Yeah. It mm -hmm. kind of keeps you real. accountable. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It and brings like, it into existence. Exactly. And like this is, the, uh, before we started recording, Ellen had been like right on the nose with this comment where she said, that's basically what like what spirituality does with people. And and it's true. Mm -hmm. There, This is the intersection of social yeah. science and, yeah. and spirituality. spirituality is mm -hmm. neuro-linguistic programming because like it sits right in the middle both sides use it psychology uses it spirituality uses it churches temples, dude everybody agrees mosques. on it <gasps> yes this yeah. is something that Holy literally shit. everyone agrees on here is that oh your self-talk <laughs> will program your brain to make something real to you personally Wow. So there's no and there's there, no downside to trying it. <laughs> and there is a mountain of evidence, scientific evidence that proves this to be true. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so this isn't something you even have to guess at or say, I wonder if this is really a thing. It's a thing, people. It is a thing. It has mm -hmm. been tried by science and science approved. <laughs> so it's I wonder, like, what examples, like, how to live that out exactly, you know? Because you don't want to be like, I'm rich and famous and just start racking up credit cards because spending money like you have money, <laughs> you know? You can't, right. like, oh, fake but it. But that's, that's not, that, that, that's not... I guess that's different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I'm thinking that's more... Lying to yourself. <laughs> I'm thinking more of, like... Like, I, I'm thinking more of, like, the spiritual side where people are, like, you have to just basically pretend like you're already successful and you're already I will rich, be. You know? I will yeah. be. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. But but in these, I'm just saying, in these communities, they say, no, don't say I will be. Say I am. Claim it. Like, mm. say that you are that thing already. And I think people can take it too no. far there. So, yeah, it's good to have a good balance, I think. Yeah. You know? 
when yeah. you start when you start <laughs> claiming things that are not yours, that's just narcissism. That's all that is. So yeah, <laughs> you don't want to be mean, like that. <laughs> so back down. Life is not the, fair. Back yeah. down off that I am lie and just say, okay, I want to be famous if I put in the time and the effort to do this thing that I'm very passionate about. I very well could be famous yeah. if I follow these could steps. Could be. Okay, mm-hmm. so but not here's should, one, could. one of the rules with neuro-linguistic programming is that you ne- it, it's never based on material items. It's always oh. based wow. on... Uh, positive emotional outcomes in your life so i am happy i am proud i am strong i am a hard uh, like i am a hard worker it's all things about you being rich or not is not an internal thing it has to be internal this goes along with success amnesia remembering your successes remembering the things that are awesome about you things you're good at things that you're passionate about the things that light you up Yeah. Yeah. And also another place where you hear statements like that a lot is affirmations. So Mm -hmm. when people are doing positive affirmations as a part of meditation or just, you know, this is a a thing that they do every morning just for themselves. It um, it becomes a neuro linguistic programming moment when you're sitting there like, I am strong. I recognize my strength. I am kind. I recognize my potential for kindness. Like, you know, things like that. Those are neuro-linguistic programming statements because they are only based on your emotions. That is so cool. Yeah. But this good and shit. it is really cool. Like it it does work. I'll tell you, I know I mentioned my story earlier of, you know, going through social workers for to go to therapy because I was very depressed. And, yeah. you know, the word should was supposed to be eliminated. Now, obviously, I still make mistakes. You guys have heard it today on the on this channel right here. Um, and everyone is going to make a mistake and say it from time to time. As long as you catch it when it mm-hmm. happens, you're still being mindful. But um, the outcome of me taking the word should out of my vocabulary as much as possible was tremendously positive. I used to talk down to myself as a matter of programming from past abuse, and I was relentless to myself. I was very depressed. I was not even a functional adult at that point. And um, to just take that one word out of my personal vocabulary and never use it against myself again, I got a ton of peace of mind out of that. I, my uh, self-esteem started to raise. It did take a little bit of time, like about a month, two months, but because at first it seems ridiculous that you're doing it if you're that (laughs) depressed, because when I was that depressed and I was told that taking one word out of my mental vocabulary would somehow radically change my life, I was like, that's bullshit, but I guess I'll try it because I'm here. Yeah, I'll try anything. It would be a waste of therapy time and money if I'm not doing what my therapist asks me to do. So in the spirit of doing my homework like a good girl, I I did this all, I mean, grudgingly, I did it, but I did it. And I started to notice the benefits of doing that within a month or two afterward, because it took a little bit of time for my brain to notice the difference. And it took a little bit of time for me to do it religiously enough that it 
actually mattered. So um, once I started to do this enough that it mattered and I was switching up all the things I was saying to myself, all of a sudden, a myriad of possibilities opened themselves up to me in my life because I no longer, it wasn't about, you shouldn't do this. That's not okay. You should do that. This is what you're supposed to do. Like it was, how am I living my life that I like in a way that I want to enjoy it? Yeah. It wasn't about, it wasn't about anybody else anymore. It was about mm-hmm. me and what I liked and what I wanted and where yeah, your I wanted wants and my needs. life to go. Yeah. Not the shoulds. It, it shifted mm-hmm. my focus from what everybody else wanted me to do to what I wanted me to do. And it made all the difference. Yeah. Hell yeah. I love that. Yeah. yeah. It really did work for me personally. And I believe that it could work for literally anyone who does this because it's so simple. It's one of those like too simple to be true kind of solutions. And it actually does work. So Dude, <laughs> I, I am just realizing how often I do that to myself throughout the day. It's like, you just see something that you need to, you feel like you should do. And you think to yourself, mm-hmm. I should do that. I should do that later. I should do that. I should do that. That just weighs on you. It's like, I think maybe if I notice something like, oh, I should do laundry. I'm going to say either I'm going to do laundry on Sunday, you know, come up with a plan or <laughs> say yeah. to myself, like, um, I don't know. Figure figure out something else. But the, the you should do this, you should do this, that throughout the day, mm-hmm. God, that just probably wears us down and we don't even realize it. Well, because yeah. it makes you feel inadequate. Cause yes. If, if there's all those things that you should do, then obviously you're not adequate enough to get those things done yeah. all the time. Even and if it so doesn't need to be failing. done. Yeah. You, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're failing it, as a human. Yeah. When you say yes. I should when you say I should do that pile of laundry right there it comes off as an expectation and it comes mm-hmm. off as something that's not even yours, even though you've thought it. So yes. it, it seems intrusive and it seems like something that you're really not willing to do because of the way it's been framed in your mind. But yeah. something about eliminating the word should that people will notice if they do it successfully is that it makes you think much more specifically about what actually does need to happen. So like if I passed a pile of laundry on the floor back when I was depressed and I said it all the time, I'd be like, Oh, I should do that laundry. And it's so Mm -hmm. weary and just, uh, but Mm -hmm. now if I pass a pile of laundry on the floor, that's been there a while, I think something more like, man, I really need to do that pile of laundry if I don't want it to be in the hallway anymore. Mm-hmm. And there is the reason behind what you're doing right there. And knowing yeah. the reason behind what you're doing is super important because it's, it cements in your mind why something is actually necessary for you to do. And when you have ADHD, you need that dopamine hit. <laughs> yeah. And it's a ne- then it's a necessity, not an expectation. Exactly. And people yeah. people with ADHD really respond well to necessities, deadlines, yeah. anyone. It takes deadlines. morality out of it. There's no yeah. Yeah. good person, bad person. It's just wants and needs. Yeah. If yeah. I want a clean house, I got to pick up that pile of laundry and do it. Right. It's like, <laughs> what do you want? Do you want to have a perfectly clean house? Then you need to, or do you need a perfectly clean house? Then I don't know. Yeah. We all have different, we all have different yeah. standards and expectations of ourselves and other people. <laughs> right. So, yeah. Right. 
And I'm notoriously more lenient about certain things. Like I, I can ignore clutter pretty well, but too. Other people <laughs> in my house cannot. So, um, yep. you know, if it, I know that if I trip on something in the hallway, nobody else is going to want to put up with that. And also I don't even want to put up with that. I don't want to trip on things in the middle of the hallway where I should be able, well, there we go, where I need to be able to walk, <laughs> where I need to be able to walk because that's what a hallway is for. <laughs> that is um, a need. Yeah. Yes. And you need to be able to walk safely down that hallway instead of tripping and breaking a wrist. So, yep. um, you know, you need to pick up the thing that you tripped on and put it away where it needs to go. So you know, mm -hmm. that's how you start mentally framing things. And with ADHD, that added sense of urgency about the word need, I need to do it is really what will get your brain to react and be like, oh, oh, need, I need, I need. That oh, is okay. so <laughs> true. I need to brush my teeth is so much better than I should brush my teeth. I should brush yeah. my teeth. Sounds like I don't want to do it, but I got it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And, and just saying that word should makes you feel more lethargic about the yeah. activity. That it's you're just a do. negative word. It's got yeah. so much stigma and you it don't does. even realize it. Yeah. So I'm going to focus on wants and needs. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Should in itself is an incredibly abusive word and can easily be weaponized <laughs> it is. against yourself and others. So if you want to reduce the amount of toxicity in your life or if you need to, then mm -hmm. yeah you need to just take that some one people word like out. a little toxicity <laughs> like a net i know <laughs> but yeah. if annette wants a little if, bit of toxicity you, yeah, she can what do you have want? <laughs> it's like a choose your own adventure you could go in the bathroom look in the mirror and be like you should do all these things you know yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I like I like a little toxicity in my relationships, not in my mental health. Not with yourself, not your own relationship. Yeah, yeah, that is true. Yeah, a good, right, good barrier point. to define. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Sorry, I cut you off, Jen, but I just had to. <laughs> That's okay. I don't even remember what I was going to say anymore, so it's valid. Oh <laughs> shit. But yeah, it's it's really important to uh, realize what the word should, what that that impact has on you mentally physically spiritually yeah. you know all of Everything. the above uh -huh. you know there are certain expectations that come into using that word and if mm -hmm. you're using it towards yourself that's kind of a form of self-harm yeah and other people too when you tell someone you should be doing this watch yourself like reframe how you ask that you know is it a want a need like what's going on maybe you have like you know when you're talking with your partner maybe you have a need and to them it's just a want or maybe they don't want it at all you know but it's all about communicating that respectfully and kindly you know yeah exactly not shooting on other people not shooting on yourself not shooting on yeah. other people it's being genuinely respectful to everyone including yourself <laughs> That's right. Don't yeah. be, don't get should faced. Do not get should faced. <laughs> mm -mm. It's a bad idea. No. Do not it's escape a... and go should in the corner. No. <laughs> no. I mean, should happens though, you know, like when you say should it, just forgive happens. yourself and move on. Yeah. 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 Just, you guys are just, hilarious. You know. <laughs> we're going to, we're going to milk we this one it. for all it's worth. We'll be here all night, folks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, we should probably wrap this up soon. Though. Yeah. 
We uh, should. should oh, fuck. I said it. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. We Violation. need <laughs> to wrap this up soon because our audience has attention spans like we do. So Right. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> so, so to wrap up, should can be an incredibly toxic and abusive word. One simple word to eliminate. And it's not so simple doing it, but the rewards are great if you can manage it. Reminding yourself, reframing those thoughts, rephrasing those words can spank make yourself a, when you say it. Spanking yourself <laughs> a little bit and telling yourself to shut up when you're shutting <laughs> on right. the carpet. Make it sexy. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So if you if you just if you want to boost your mental health in a meaningful way relatively quickly taking this one word out is a really good way to accomplish that and replace it with i need to mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. i don't need to yeah or, or i want i to. would like to or mm-hmm. i yeah. want to yeah anything yeah. else mm-hmm. yeah Exactly. Even saying I could has more potential positivity than I should. Yeah. I could do the laundry right now. Yeah, I could. Not gonna, but I could. (laughs) (laughs) Not gonna do it, but I could. No, yeah. That's way more positive. It is way more positive. And yeah, so all of this makes a dramatic effect on your mental health. And when when you have ADHD, it is important because we are more prone to anxiety and depression and many other conditions. But those are the two most common that go along with ADHD. Our brains like sabotage. Oh, God, neither of them are fun. They're just terrible. So keep those little monkeys trapped in their own shed somewhere else and stop (laughs) shooting all over the place. Um, Yeah. Because you need to have better mental health. That's right. And you need to listen to Snoop Dogg's affirmation. (laughs) Oh, we will. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to listen to that. I'm going to check this out. Because I love Snoop. He's. While I smoke some weed. Incredible person. Snoop Dogg's affirmation. You know, that would probably make you have an amazing day. Dude, that sounds, that sounds incredible. Yeah. I'm going to do it. In closing, go smoke weed. And listen to Snoop Dogg. Listen Dogg's to Snoop Dogg. Yeah. The most appropriate statement we've said throughout this entire podcast. That's right. Smoke weed. Listen to Snoop Dogg. Yep. That's the secret to life right there. Secret to life. Yep. So <laughs> thank you for going along with us on this crusade to help people reframe their own mental space with neurolinguistic programming and we will be back next week to talk about more buzzwords that you could eliminate from your mental diet so thank you everybody for listening again and basel talk basel talk